Act One of The Wonder, A Woman Keeps a Secret, by Susanna Sentliver, edited by Augustine Daly, 1838-1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Cast of Characters in the order in which they first speak. Frederick, read by Adrian Stevens. Don Lopez, read by Algie Pug. Lizardo, read by Todd. Colonel Britton, read by Jeff Butterfield. Gibby, read by Alan Matstone. Vasquez, read by David Purdy. Ines, read by Abai. Donna Isabella, read by Jen Broda. Flora, read by Sonia. Donna Violante, read by T.J. Burns. Don Felix, read by Greg Giordano. Don Pedro, read by Peter Brash. Stage directions, read by Wayne Cook. Act One, Scene One a street enter don lopez left meeting frederick right my lord don lopez how do you frederick at your lordship's service i'm glad to see you look so well my lord i hope antonio's out of danger quite the contrary his fever increases they tell me and the searchers are of opinion his wound is mortal your son don felix is safe i hope i hope so too they offer large rewards to apprehend him when heard your lordship from him not since he went i forbade him writing till the public news gave him an account of antonio's health for i intend to marry my daughter to don guzman whom i expect from holland every day whither he went to take possession of a large estate left him by his uncle you will not surely sacrifice the lovely isabella to age avarice and a fool pardon the expression my lord but my concern for your beauteous daughter transports me beyond that good manners which i ought to pay to your lordship's presence i can't deny the justness of the character frederick but i resolve she shall marry don guzman the moment he arrives though i could not govern my son i will my daughter i assure you this match my lord is more preposterous than that which you propose to your son from whence arose this fatal quarrel don antonio's sister alvira wanted beauty only but guzman everything but money and that will purchase everything and so adieu exit right monstrous these are the resolutions which destroy the comforts of matrimony enter lissardo left in a riding habit lissardo from whence came you that letter will inform you sir i hope your master's safe i left him so i have another to deliver which requires haste your most humble servant sir bowing crosses to right to violante i suppose the same exit right frederick reads dear frederick 
the two chief blessings of this life are a friend and a mistress to be debarred the sight of those is not to live i hear nothing of antonio's death and therefore resolve to venture to thy house this evening impatient to see violante and embrace my friend yours felix pray heaven he comes undiscovered enter colonel Britton. right ha colonel Britton. frederick i rejoice to see thee what brought you to lisbon colonel la fortune de la guerre as the french say if you are not provided of a lodging colonel pray command my house while you stay if i were sure i should not be troublesome i would accept your offer frederick so far from trouble colonel i shall take it as a particular favour what have we here my footman this is our country dress you must know which for the honour of scotland i make all my servants wear enter gibby in a highland dress right what mun i do with the horses and like your honour crosses centre they'll take cold in they stand in the causeway oh i'll take care of them what hoa vasquez enter vasquez right put the horses which that honest fellow will show you into my stable do you hear and feed them well yes sir vasquez crosses to gibby and bows to him sir by my master's orders i am sir your most obsequious humble servant be pleased to lead the way speed gang ye gate sir i shall follow you vasquez goes left as tay hungry to feed on compliments exit left vasquez bowing him off ha ha a comical fellow well how do you like our country colonel why faith frederick a man might pass his time agreeably enough but to behold such troops of soft plump tender melting girls through a confounded grating gives us britain strong temptations to plunder wilt thou recommend me to a wife hath friend she must be very handsome i suppose the handsomer the better but be sure she has a nose ay ay and some gold oh very much gold i shall never be able to swallow the matrimonial pill if it be not well gilded <laughs> beauty will make it slide down nimbly at first perhaps it may i confess frederick women are the prettiest playthings in nature but gold substantial gold gives them the air the mien the shape the grace and beauty of a goddess and has not gold the same divinity in their eyes colonel too often none marry now for love that's a jest at least the self-same bargain serves for wife and beast you are always gay colonel come shall we take a refreshing glass at my house and consider what has been said i have two or three compliments to discharge for some friends and then i shall wait on you with pleasure in the close of the evening i will endeavour to kiss your hand adieu i shall expect you with impatience exit colonel left and frederick right scene two a room in don lopez's house enter isabella followed by inis her maid right for goodness sake madam where are you going in this pet anywhere to avoid matrimony the thought of a husband is terrible to me i of an old husband 
but if you may choose for yourself i fancy matrimony would be no such frightful thing to you you are pretty much in the right inez but to be forced into the arms of an idiot who has neither person to please the eye sense to charm the ear nor generosity to supply those defects i must contrive some way to avoid don guzman and yet stay in my own country enter don lopez left don lopez aside past you so mistress but i shall take care to prevent you isabella whither are you going my child to church sir Inus aside the old rogue has certainly overheard her your devotion must needs be very strong or your memory very weak my dear why vespers are over for this night come come you shall have a better errand to church than to say your prayers there don guzman is arrived in the river and i expect him ashore to-morrow <laughs> to-morrow he writes me word that his estate in holland is worth twelve thousand crowns a year which together with what he had before will make thee the happiest wife in lisbon and the most unhappy woman in the world taking his hand oh sir if i have any power in your heart if the tenderness of a father be not quite extinct hear me with patience no objection against the marriage and i will hear whatsoever thou hast to say remember tis your duty to obey i never disobeyed before and wish i had not reason now but nature has got the better of my duty and makes me loathe the harsh commands you lay ha <laughs> ha very fine <laughs> death itself would be welcome are you sure of that i am your daughter my lord and can boast as strong a resolution as yourself i'll die before i marry guzman say you so i'll try that presently draws here let me see with what dexterity you can breathe a vein now offers her his sword the point is pretty sharp twill do your business i warrant you Inus going between them bless me sir what do you mean to put a sword into the hands of a desperate woman desperate <laughs> you see how desperate she is what art thou frighted little bill huh i confess i am startled at your morals sir ay ay child thou hadst better take the man i shall take neither sir death has many doors and when i can live no longer with pleasure i shall find one to let him in without your aid seest thou so my dear bell odds i'm afraid thou art a little lunatic bell i must take care of thee child takes a hold of her and pulls a key out of his pocket i shall make bold to secure thee my dear i'll see if locks and bars can keep thee till guzman comes go get into your chamber pushes her in and locks flat there i'll your boasted resolution try and see who'll get the better you or i as he locks isabella in closet Inus follows close behind him as he advances to speak his couplet she taps on the door he hears her runs after her catches her by the nape of the neck and runs her off 
Scene three. Handsome apartment at Don Pedro's. Large window center. Doors right and left. Enter Violante, reading a letter, and Flora following. What? Must that letter be read again? Yes, and again, and again, and again. A thousand times again. A letter from a faithful lover can never be read too often. It speaks such kind, such soft, such tender things. Crosses right, sits, kisses it. <sighs> but always the same language. It does not charm less for that. Reads. <sighs> My all that's charming, since life's not life exiled from thee, this night shall bring me to thy arms. Frederick and thee are all I trust. This six weeks' absence has been, in love's account, six hundred years. When it is dark, expect the wanted signal at thy window. Till when, adieu, thine more than his own, Felix. <sighs> Flora aside. Who would not have said as much to a lady of her beauty and twenty thousand pounds? Were I a man, methinks I could have said a hundred finer things. What would you have said? I would have compared your eyes to the stars, your teeth to ivory, your lips to coral, your neck to alabaster, your shape to... No more of your bombast. Truth is the best eloquence in a lover. Rises. What proof remains ungiven of his love? When his father threatened to disinherit him for refusing Don Antonio's sister, from whence sprang this unhappy quarrel, did it shake his love for me? And now, though strict inquiry runs through every place, with large rewards to apprehend him, does he not venture all for me? But you know, madam, your father, Don Pedro, designs you for a nun. To be sure, you look very like a nun. And says your grandfather left you your fortune upon that condition. Not without my approbation, girl, when I come to one and twenty, as I am informed. But, however, I shall run the risk of that. Go call in Lissardo. Sits right. Yes, madam. Aside. Now for a thousand verbal questions. Goes to door and beckons to Lissardo, who enters. Well, and how do you do, Lissardo? Ah, oh, very weary, madam. Apart to Flora. Faith, thou lookest wondrous pretty, Flora. Flora apart to Lissardo. <laughs> You'd make one believe you are wondrous fond now. Where did you leave your master? Lissardo apart to Flora. Odd, if I had you alone, I'd show you how fond I could be. Where did you leave your master? At a little farmhouse, madam, about five miles off. He'll be at Don Frederick's in the evening. Apart to Flora. Odd, I will so revenge myself of those lips of thine. Is he in health? Flora apart to Lissardo. Oh, you counterfeit wondrous well. Lissardo apart to Flora. No, everybody knows I counterfeit very ill. 
violante rises and comes forward how say you is felix ill what's his distemper huh love madam love in short madam i believe he has thought of nothing but your ladyship ever since he left lisbon i am sure he could not if i may judge of his heart by my own looks lovingly upon flora how came you so well acquainted with your master's thoughts lasardo by an infallible rule madam words are the pictures of the mind you know now to prove he thinks of nothing but you he talks of nothing but you for example madam coming from shooting t'other day with a brace of partridges lizardo said he go bid the cook roast me this brace of violantes to flora i flew into the kitchen full of thoughts of thee and cried here cook roast me this brace of florellas flora to lizardo <laughs> excellent you mimic your master then it seems another time madam the priest came to make him a visit he called out hastily lizardo said he bring a violante for my father to sit down on then he often mistook my name madam and called me violante in short i heard it so often that it became as familiar to me as my prayers you live very merrily then it seems oh exceedingly merry madam kisses flora's hand ha huh. exceeding merry had you treats and balls oh yes yes madam several flora apart to lisardo you are mad lisardo you don't mind what my lady says to you violante aside ha huh. balls is he so merry in my absence and did your master dance lisardo dance madam oh, where madam why at those balls you speak of balls what balls madam why sure you are in love lisardo did you not say but now you had balls where you had been balls madam oh, what balls madam odd's life i ask your pardon madam i i i had mislaid some wash-balls of my master's other day and because i could not think where i had laid them just when he asked for them he very fairly broke my head madam and now it seems i can think of nothing else alas he dance madam no no poor gentleman he is as melancholy as an unbraced drum poor felix there wear that ring for your master's sake and let him know i shall be ready to receive him exit right i shall madam puts on the ring methinks a diamond ring is a vast addition to the little finger of a gentleman admires his hand flora aside that ring must be mine well lisardo what haste you make to pay off arrears now look how the fellow stands egads methinks i have a very pretty hand and very white and the shape faith i never minded it so much before in my opinion 
it is a very fine-shaped hand, and becomes a diamond ring as well as the first grandees in Portugal. The man's transported. Is this your love? This your impatience? Lissardo takes snuff. Now, in my mind, I take snuff with a very jaunty air. Struts across right. Sweet Mr. Lissardo. Curtsies. If I may presume to speak to you without affronting your little finger. Odd so, madam. I ask your pardon. Is it to me or to the ring you direct your discourse, madam? Up and across left. Madam, good luck. How much a diamond ring improves one. Why, though I say it, I can carry myself as well as anybody. But what were you going to say, child? Why, I was going to say that I fancy you had best let me keep that ring. It will be a very pretty wedding ring, Lissardo, would it not? Hmm, ah, but, 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 I believe I shan't marry yet a while. Crosses right. You shan't, you say? <laughs> Very well. I suppose you designed that ring for Ines. No, no. I never bribe an old acquaintance. Perhaps I might let it sparkle in the eyes of a stranger a little, till we come to a right understanding. But then, like all other mortal things, it would return from whence it came. Insolent! Is that your manner of dealing? With all but thee kiss me you little rogue you hugs her and turns her right <laughs> little rogue pretty fellow don't be so familiar pushes him away if i mayn't keep your ring i can keep my kisses you can you say spoke with the air of a chambermaid <laughs> replied with the spirit of a serving man Re-enter Violante, right. Prithee, Flora, don't let you and I fall out. I am in a merry humour, and shall certainly fall in somewhere. What care I where you fall in? Why do you keep Lucido so long, Flora, when you don't know how soon my father may awake? His afternoon naps are never long. Flora, aside. Had Don Felix been with her, she would not have thought the time long. These ladies consider nobody's wants but their own. Go, go, let him out. Flora goes up to table and gets candle. Yes, madam. I fly, madam. Exit Lissardo and Flora, left. The day draws in, and night, the lover's friend, advances. Night, more welcome than the sun to me, because it brings my love. Flora within. Oh, thieves, thieves, murder, murder. Violante shrieks. Ah, what do I hear? Felix is certainly pursued and will be taken. Re-enter Flora with a broken candle and candlestick running left. How now? Answer me quickly. What is the matter? 
oh madam as i was letting out lisardo a gentleman rushed between him and me struck down my candle and is bringing a dead person in his arms into our house a dead person heaven grant it does not prove my felix here they are madam i'll retire till you discover the meaning of this accident exit right flora places chair center enter colonel Britton left with isabella in his arms whom he sets down in a chair and addresses himself to flora madam the necessity this lady was under of being conveyed into some house with speed and secrecy will i hope excuse any indecency i might be guilty of in pressing so rudely into this i am an entire stranger to her name and circumstances i commit her madam to your care and fly to make her retreat secure if the street be clear permit me to return and learn from her own mouth if i can be further serviceable pray madam what is the lady of this house called violante signor are you she madam only her woman signor your humble servant mistress pray be careful of the lady in taking out his handkerchief to get at his purse drops a letter and exits to moidores well he's a generous fellow this is the only way to make one careful i see these military rules are just the same in every country they understand the constitution of the chambermaid gets left of chair re-enter violante right was you distracted flora to tell my name to a man you never saw unthinking wench who knows what this may turn to what is the lady dead ah heaven tis isabella sister to my felix what has befallen her pray heaven he's safe run and fetch some cold water stay stay flora isabella friend speak to me oh speak to me oh hold dear father do not force me indeed i cannot love him how wild she talks where am i rises with one as sensible of thy pain as thou thyself canst be violante what kind star preserved and lodged me here it was a terrestrial star called a man madam pray jupiter he proves a lucky one oh i remember now forgive me dear violante my thoughts run so much upon the danger i escaped i forgot may i not know your story thou art no stranger to one part of it i have often told thee that my father designed to sacrifice me to don guzman who it seems is just returned from holland upon my refusing to obey him he locked me into my chamber vowing to keep me there till he arrived and forced me to consent i know my father to be positive never to be won from his design and having no hope left me to escape the marriage i leaped from the window into the street you have not hurt yourself i hope no a gentleman passing by by accident caught me in his arms at first my fright made me apprehend it was my father till he assured me to the contrary oh, he's a very fine gentleman i promise you madam and a well-bred man i warrant him 
i think i never saw a grandee put his hand into his pocket with a better air in my whole lifetime then he opened his purse with such a grace that nothing but his manner of presenting me with the gold could equal gold leave us flora exit flora left but how came you hither isabella i know not i desired the stranger to convey me to the next monastery but ere i reached the door i saw or fancied that i saw lizardo my brother's man and the thought that his master might not be far off flung me into a swoon which is all that i can remember crosses centre ha what's here picks up letter on stage for colonel Britton to be left at the post-house in lisbon this must be dropped by the stranger who brought me hither thou art fallen into the hands of a soldier take care he does not lay thee under contribution girl rises i find he is a gentleman and if he is but unmarried i could be content to follow him all the world over but i shall never see him more i fear sits left sighs and pauses what makes you sigh isabella the fear of falling into my father's clutches again can i be serviceable to you isabella rises yes if you conceal me two or three days you command my house and secrecy i thank you violante i wish you would oblige me with mrs flora a while violante taps bell i'll send her to you i must watch if father be still asleep or here will be no room for felix exit right well i don't know what ails me methinks i wish i could find this stranger out re-enter flora left does your ladyship want me madam ay flora i resolve to make you my confidant i shall endeavour to discharge my duty madam i doubt it not and desire you to accept this as a token of my gratitude oh i should have been your humble servant without a fee i believe it but to the purpose do you think if you saw the gentleman who brought me hither you should know him again from a thousand madam i have an excellent memory where a handsome man is concerned when he went away he said he would return again immediately i wonder he comes not here did you say you rejoice me crosses left though i'll not see him if he comes could not you contrive to give him a letter with the air of a duenna not in this house you must veil and follow him he must not know it comes from me what do you take me for a novice in love affairs though i have not practised the art since i have been in donna violante's service yet i have not lost the theory of a chambermaid crosses up left of table isabella sits do you write the letter and leave the rest to me here here here's pen ink and paper i'll do it in a minute sits at table centre and writes so <laughs> this is a business after my own heart love always takes care to reward his labourers oh i long to see the other two moidores methinks there is a grace peculiar to the military in making a present isabella rises so i have done 
now if he does but find this house again if he should not i warrant i'll find him if he's in lisbon for i have a strong possession that he has two more moidores as good as ever were told puts the letter into her bosom re-enter violante left flora watch my papa he's fast asleep in his study if you find him stir give me notice felix taps at the window left hark i hear felix at the window admit him instantly and then to your post exit flora left what say you violante is my brother come it is his signal at the window isabella kneels oh violante i conjure thee by all the love thou bearest to felix by thy own generous nature nay more by that unspotted virtue thou art mistress of do not discover to my brother i am here contrary to your desire be assured i never shall but where's the danger isabella rises art thou born in lisbon and ask that question he'll think his honour blemished by my disobedience and would restore me to my father or kill me therefore dear dear girl depend on my friendship nothing shall draw the secret from these lips not even felix though at the hazard of his love i hear him coming retire into that closet remember violante upon thy promise my very life depends exit right when i betray thee may i share thy fate enter felix left my felix runs into his arms felix in a rapture my violante what hazards dost thou run for me oh how shall i requite thee if during this tedious painful exile thy thoughts have never wandered from thy felix thou hast made me more than satisfaction <laughs> can there be room within this heart for any but thyself no if the god of love were lost to all the rest of humankind thy image would secure him in my breast i am all truth all love all faith and know no jealous fears my heart's the proper sphere where love resides could he quit that he would be nowhere found and yet violante i'm in doubt did i ever give thee cause to doubt my felix true love has many fears and fears as many eyes as fame yet sure i think they see no fault in thee colonel Britton taps at the window left what's that taps again what i hear nothing again ha huh. what means the signal at your window someone perhaps in passing by might have accidentally hit it it can be nothing else colonel Britton, without at window hist hist donna violante donna violante they use your name by accident too do they madam crosses to right re-enter flora left flora left aside to violante there is a gentleman at the window madam which i fancy to be the same who brought isabella hither shall i admit him violante aside admit distraction rather 
thou art the cause of this unthinking wench what has mrs scout brought you fresh intelligence death i'll know the bottom of this immediately about to go scout i scorn your words signor the colonel taps louder flora aside it must be the colonel now to deliver my letter to him exit left violante to felix nay 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 you must not leave me runs and catches hold of him oh tis not fair not to answer the gentleman madam it is none of his fault that his visit proves unseasonable pray let me go my presence is but a restraint upon you struggles to get from her as the taps grow louder hark he grows impatient at your delay why do you hold the man whose absence would oblige you pray let me go madam consider the gentleman wants you at the window confusion struggles it is not me he wants death not you is there another of your name in the house seizes her hand and leads her toward the window but come on convince me of the truth of what you say open the window if his business does not lie with you your conversation may be heard this and only this can take off my suspicion what do you pause downstage right oh guilt guilt have i caught you nay then i'll leap the balcony if i remember this way also leads to it goes hold 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 not for the world you enter there aside which way shall i preserve his sister from his knowledge what have i touched you do you fear your lover's life i fear for none but you for goodness sake do not speak so loud my felix if my father hears you i am lost for ever with tenderness and reprovingly one hand on his shoulder felix felix as he still looks angry her woman's pride gets the better of her and she goes toward the window felix still holds her hand and follows her listening as she throws open the window and speaks she speaks slowly as britain replies felix starts a step then turns and looks her in the face your curiosity shall be satisfied goes to the window left throws up the sash whoever you are that with such insolence dare use my name and give the neighborhood pretense to reflect upon my conduct i charge you instantly to be gone or expect the treatment you deserve colonel britton without i ask pardon madam and will obey but when i left this house to-night good you are mistaken in the house i suppose sir no no he's not mistaken pray madam let the gentleman go on pray be gone sir i know of no business you have here i wish i did not know it either but this house contains my soul then can you blame my body for hovering about it beautiful beautiful i tell you again you are mistaken however for your own satisfaction call to-morrow matchless impudence 
and assignation before my face down right crosses left and up to window no he shall not live to meet your wishes takes out a pistol and goes toward the window right she catches hold of him ah hold i conjure you tomorrow's an edge madam may i not be admitted to-night if you be a gentleman i command your absence aside unfortunate what will my stars do with me i have done only this be careful of my life for it is in your keeping exit from the window pray observe the gentleman's request madam walks from her i am all confusion you are all truth all love all faith o thou all woman how have i been deceived so death could you not have imposed upon me for this one night could neither my faithful love nor the hazard i have run to see you make me worthy to be cheated on o thou felix felix repeats when i left this house to-night 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 violante aside oh isabella what hast thou involved me in felix repeats this house contains my soul oh sweet soul violante aside yet i resolve to keep the secret felix repeats be careful of my life for tis in your keeping fiends fiends how ugly she appears looks at her believe me felix i have not injured you nor am i false not false not injured me o oh, violante not false oh monstrous indeed i am not there is a cause felix ah which i must not reveal oh think how far honour can oblige your sex then allow a woman may be bound by the same rule to keep a secret honour what hast thou to do with honour a secret ha 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 his affairs are wondrous safe who trusts his secrets to a woman's keeping but you need give yourself no trouble about clearing this point madam for you are become so indifferent to me that your truth and falsehood are the same re-enter flora door left so i have delivered my letter to the colonel and received my fee <laughs> madam your father bade me see what noise that was for goodness sake sir why do you speak so loud oh i understand my cue mistress my absence is necessary i'll oblige you crosses centre going violante takes hold of him oh let me undeceive you first impossible tis very possible if i durst durst <laughs> durst another time i'll tell thee all nay now or never <sighs> now it cannot be then it shall never be 
most ungrateful of thy sex farewell breaks from her and exit left yet not even this shall draw the secret from me <sighs> that i'll preserve let fortune frown or smile and trust to love my love to reconcile curtain end of act one